Jesus went to the city of Capernaum. When he entered the city, an army officer came to him and begged for help. The officer said, Lord, my servant is very sick at home in bed. He can't move his body and has much pain. Jesus said to the officer, I will go heal him. But the officer answered, Lord, I am not good enough for you to come into my house. You need only to give the order, and my servant will be healed. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed. He said to those who were with him, The truth is, this man has more faith than anyone I have found even in Israel. Matthew 8, verse 10. Hello everyone, I'm Neil Parks, and welcome to Fill the Lamp. It's good to be with you. The book of Hebrews is where we are, and last week we got a good teaching about faith in chapter 11. Whereas the description of the terrible troubles that some of the people of faith went through, in which the writer is addressing, is pretty amazing. Let's go to verse uh, 13 in chapter 11. It says, All these I have mentioned died in faith without receiving the full promises, although they saw the fulfillment as though from a distance. These people accepted and confessed that they were strangers and foreigners on this earth. Because people who speak like this, make it plain that they are still seeking a homeland. So with that said, how should we as believing Christians 2,000 years later, with all of our conveniences by which we live on this earth, how can we understand why these sufferings happened? Well, verse 13 says, All These I have mentioned died in faith without receiving the full promises, although they saw the fulfillment as though from a distance. My friends, I would submit to you that 2,000 years later, nothing has changed the formula for faith. The prescription for faith is the same today, tomorrow, and forever. Scripture was and is telling all believers in Christ that we will be persecuted and hated for our faith. You see, mankind has been created in the image of God. It doesn't matter who or where you are. God foreknew all these times and matters. God is creating a bride to be his forever. He is refining his bride in many different ways because each person is an individual. He is not creating robots to fit the plan. My brothers and sisters, the Lord came the first time to fulfill the prophecy in Isaiah seven, fourteen. It says, therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. 
Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel, God with us. He came because he promised to come. My friends, he loves his creation, and because of the sin that had been inherited and passed down from Adam and Eve, mankind needed to be cleansed from their sinful, disobedient ways. God took all of mankind's sin on himself and buried it so that whoever believes by faith in his death, burial, and resurrection will by faith, become a new creation. Jesus was thinking of you, my friend, when he was hanging on that cross. Look at 16, verse 16. For God so loved the world that, this is in John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Folks, sadly, many people will not and do not accept his love and death at Calvary as the payment for their sin debt. This is all about by believing by faith that you have been created by God and for God. Unfortunately, some people like the idea of being forgiven and will call themselves saved Christians, but there is no change or repentance in their lifestyle. So look how Paul explains it to Timothy in 2 Timothy 4. He says, Now the Spirit expressly says that in latter times some will depart from the faith, giving attention to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. Verse 2, Speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with a hot iron. It is clear, folks, that Jesus wanted his people to grow and mature in faith. Those who don't move beyond the basics, tasting the gifts and powers of the new creation, partaking in the Spirit and the Word of God, and then fall away bringing shame to Jesus and produce nothing but briars and brambles. You see, there is no stagnant life in the kingdom. Either you grow and produce a blessing, or you deteriorate and descend into a curse. Be warned, my listeners. Going back uh, to Hebrews chapter 6, verses 4 through 6, this is so important. For the writer says, for it is impossible to bring back to repentance those who were once enlightened, those who have experienced the good things of heaven and shared in the Holy Spirit, who have tasted the goodness of the Word of God and the power of this age to come, and who then turn away from God. It is impossible to bring such people back to repentance 
by rejecting the Son of God, they themselves are nailing him to the cross once again and holding him up to public shame. You see, this word that Jesus spoke to his disciples in Matthew 24, that was him speaking to us in 2023. You see, there is going to be a great falling away of the people that call themselves Christians. And that will be the beginning of one of the musts that will happen as Christ prepares to return. Let me explain to you how much God loves you. Think of yourself as being the one and only person living on planet Earth. Just you and you alone, no one else. Jesus would have descended and appeared to you and rescued you to be with him for eternity. My friends, we're talking about a relationship of the groom rescuing his bride to be with him for eternity. John 6.51 says, I am the living bread that has come down from heaven to rescue those who eat it. Anyone who eats this bread will live forever. The bread that I will give breathes life into the cosmos. This bread is my flesh. I say, let's pray. Oh, Heavenly Father, we come before you humbly asking you to forgive us. Father God, I lift up every listener here today. Lord Jesus, you are the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through you, Jesus. You came for us, Lord, as individuals. You came for us, Lord, wanting the intimate relationship with you because we are the bride. And this time that's in the near future of your coming again, it's to redeem the bride. The ones that have said, yes, by faith in you. Father God, we thank you for all that you've done. And Lord, I pray that each one of these believers that are listening today are growing and growing to a more intimate relationship with you, Lord, that their eyes are fixed upon you, that they are understanding that the world is an enemy of yours. Father God, I just lift them up in your precious, precious name, Jesus. Amen and amen. Well, my friends, it's been good again to be with you. And God bless each and every one of you. Until next time, I'm Neil Parks.